Hey you guys, what's up? I'm Ashley from heavenathome.org and this is for you and yours, where my goal is to encourage you in your personal growth journey while being open, honest, and owning my story. Today we're going to talk about how to stop overthinking. Find me on Instagram at Ashley F. Cabrera, send me a message letting me know how you found me, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Let's do this. Hey, you guys. So I'm really excited to dive into today's topic. Um, I think that it's common. I think it's very relevant. And I'm excited to um, give you guys just some tools and tactics to to help you stop overthinking. But I also um, I think the main reason why a lot of people are looking for a solution to this problem is because we want to stop overthinking and start taking action, right? So just before we even get into everything, I want you guys to know that um, I'm coming from a place that's been there. Everything I share with you is coming from someone who's actually been there and done that and I'm actually still working on this actively like to this day and um, I'm not a professional if you have concerns about your health and wellness I really think that it's important to speak with your healthcare provider and I just wanted to throw that out there but I do know what it's like to be stuck in your own mind to such an extent that um, the overwhelm is kind of um, paralyzing. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of analysis paralysis, or if maybe you just have someone who's really close to you and just has simply come out and said it like, Hey, you're overthinking this, or Hey, you overthink everything. I, I know what it's like to not be able to shut your mind off and start actually moving, doing, and taking action. And really quickly, I just want to I guess, establish the valid difference between being thoughtful and overthinking. Because I feel like it's really common nowadays for people to label something as overthinking when it's not. I feel like it's important to be reflective. I think it's important to show consideration and being thoughtful in and of itself is not bad. It's not wrong. Um, It's just about being intentional, being wise, practicing discernment. These are all good things, especially when um, the subject of your thinking is around things that are important, things that matter, like your relationships, your work, your school, your social life, your health. All those things are really, really important. So what does it mean to overthink then? right? What is overthinking? How do I know if I'm overthinking? Overthinking is when you're thinking about something either for too much, for too long, or a combination of like both of those things. And I'm going to be honest, I think there are some versions of overthinking that are more socially acceptable than others. And, um, but just from my own personal experience, I've noticed that overthinking is kind of either caused by, related to, or could even be a symptom of things like trauma, depression, anxiety disorders, or other like health-related issues. 
which is why I mentioned earlier that it's important to talk to your healthcare provider about this stuff if you have real health concerns. Um, but just for the general audience over here, I have um, just some signs that may help you figure out if you are actually overthinking or not. Um, you may have found that you're bad with time, like it's easy for you to lose track of time. You forget details, deadlines, um, you procrastinate, it's hard to concentrate or get a task done. You may find that you're anxious and your thoughts keep you up at night. Um, and this is actually something pretty recent that I've noticed in my own pattern, um, that when I'm actually trying to go against the impulse of overthinking, and I'm typically a planner, um, I've kind of noticed a recent streak of spontaneity, I guess, um, where now I'm just deciding to f do things or follow through with things at the last minute or until I'm feeling up to it. And I feel like it's just the opposite side of the same coin, two sides of the same coin. Um, but really quickly to summarize, some signs that you might be overthinking are that you're worried all the time. You're worried about the future or you dwell a lot on the past. Um, another sign that you might be overthinking is that you replay mistakes, scenarios, conversations over and over again in your head. You might notice that you have recurring thoughts, right? So that's the same thought or um, a similar stream of thoughts. Um, you might be in the habit of asking yourself in your mind, what if this, what if that? And I think even like a, I guess like kind of physical response is that you can't sleep. At the end of the day, after a long day, all you want is some sleep and your brain just won't shut off. <laughs> so overthinking really becomes a problem. Um, I think a simple answer is when you're no longer able to take action because you're just in a constant state of indecision. Um, it's also a problem when it steals your time, right? It keeps you from being present. It keeps you from resting. And, you know, sometimes 10 minutes turns into two hours and it still just felt like 10 minutes, you know? Or um, overthinking can even be a problem um, when it affects your emotional wellness, right? There's kind of this undertone of worry, anxiety, all that stuff. And it kind of just becomes a self-perpetuating cycle that started with a problem that needed to be fixed, right? So you acknowledged it and you thought about it and you thought about it and you thought about it <laughs> to such like an extent that now there's this anxiety tied to it. Um, and then I think altogether, it, it really becomes a problem when um, let's say you overthink relationships, right? And, or just one, okay, so let's say it's just like one relationship, right? So you're self-conscious about this one relationship or how you're behaving or the other person's behaving in this relationship. And it's to such an extent that now it's affecting other relationships, right? So basically when other previously unaffected areas are now becoming affected, um, that's when overthinking really becomes a problem. And I kind of hinted at this and I hope you caught on to it, but just take a second to ask yourself really quick, where is 
my overthinking coming from? Where does overthinking come from? Are you ready for this? You might need to mentally prepare, okay? (laughs) Overthinking comes from fear. Like the root cause at the end of the day, the very foundation of overthinking is fear. That's what causes that worry, that anxiety. It's a way of overcompensating for the feeling that you are losing control either with yourself, with a person, with a relationship, with a life change, um, with a job. You can fill in the blank however you want. Um, But if we can get, uh, I guess, real for a second, um, I think it usually comes from some kind of maybe childhood insecurity, um, some kind of dysfunction, or even like in a really, really severe case like trauma. And um, so I don't really know who's listening, but I want you to really quickly just categorize yourself as a doer or a planner. Which one do you think you are? Right? Because I think a lot of times doers might be tempted to think that they don't overthink. And um, I kind of wanted to break down what overthinking looks like for both. So the doers are analytical thinkers and they break down information. So they're more likely to overthink past events. If something needs to happen, there's some kind of outcome, they're gonna take that situation, they're gonna follow through with it. And after it's all said and done, they're gonna look at that situation and break it apart. Did I say this wrong? Uh, What happened here? What was the cause of this? They're more likely to overthink past events. The planners, the critical thinkers, build up information. They collect information. And they're more likely to overthink future events. So before they even bother taking action, they're going to collect all this information to make sure that whatever step they do take is one that keeps them safe and preserves them. So the doers, they break down information after the fact. And the planners build up information before the fact, you know? Alrighty. So now I'm going to give you guys exactly what you came for. And I'm going to give you some powerful, practical tips to help you stop overthinking. Okay. And number one, it should go without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Don't suppress your thoughts. I don't know if by now you've noticed there's this link between thoughts and emotions, emotions and thoughts. They are connected. So when you suppress your thoughts, you're suppressing your feelings. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the diagram of where you hold um, suppressed feelings, emotions, and stuff like that. Um, But your body ends up negatively responding to that. So for example, if you're very fearful, you will carry that in your gut. It will affect your gut health. Um, if you carry stress or responsibility, you're going to like carry that in your shoulders and stuff. Um, look into that and check that out because that might be really insightful for you. But basically, don't, forget, don't suppress your thoughts, okay? You want to be able to acknowledge them and let them out just in the right way. Number two is call a friend right? So a lot of times when I get stuck in my thoughts and I'm unable to take action, um, 
I ask somebody to share the thinking with me. Like, hey, can you, I'll literally say, can you help me think about this? This thing is causing me anxiety. I need you to tell me how to approach this, how to plan for this, how to follow through with this. And I don't ever underestimate how valuable um, their input can be for me. Like my husband, he's a very, very practical person and he's almost like a fixer. Like, hey, if you tell me something, I'm going to show you or tell you (laughs) how to fix it. Um, But I just along those lines, be very, be very careful, be very wise um, with the people you give your ear to. the my closest friends have a beautiful way of relating to me empathizing with me but also pushing me at the same time and so don't underestimate that you know call a friend have them share the thinking with you another very useful tip is to write stuff down a lot of times when your thoughts are keeping you up at night or at least in my case i've noticed i'm trying to not forget something before I forget it. I don't know if that's relatable, but if it is, hit me up on Instagram and let me know that's you too, okay? (laughs) But usually like in the middle of the night or just before I'm trying to go to sleep for the love of God, (laughs) I'll tell myself, hey, don't forget, you have to fill up that gas tank in the morning. Or hey, don't forget this thing and this thing. Or hey, don't forget, you have to look this up. What time does this place open? Yada, yada, yada. At that point, it's just useful to have a notepad on your nightstand so that you can write it down and not think about it again until the morning. And then you don't have to waste your mental energy forgetting something or remembering something that you haven't forgotten yet. If you know, you know. Okay. <laughs> the other thing is to write write in a journal. I think a lot of people underestimate how awesome journaling is and I'm going to tell you why because often either when you're in your thoughts or when you're talking to people um, we try to edit ourselves and I think journaling is a really beautiful safe authentic space to let your thoughts out and let your emotions out as they are and um, just in in some conversations I've shared with people close to me is that um, you can't address emotions with logic and you can't address logic with emotions, right? They, they just, they're not, they're not very compatible. <laughs> so journaling is a great way to let it all out as you experienced it, right? Because everyone has their own experience and it's awesome. So I'm just going to put that recommendation out there. Another very practical tip while you're going about your day is to get busy and replace your thinking or overthinking with an action, right? So you can go for a walk, exercise, read a book, watch a video, um, listen to music, take up a hobby, meditate, pray, all those things. Get busy and replace it with an action. I feel like that's the the... If you take anything out of today, that probably might be the best thing that you could do. (laughs) Um, Another thing is just a strategy for how you think and to be a bit more intentional with your thinking, right? So if if you're noticing that you're overthinking, make a plan, right? Focus on one problem and find a solution before taking on the next problem because that's 
I, I don't know if you've ever noticed that tendency to have like 12 tabs open in your brain, right? Just focus on one thing at a time. Um, another thing to help you be more strategic with your thinking is to set a time with a limit. Um, literally just be like, oh, okay, I'm having, like, like let's say, for example, you have, you're at work or you're working on a task, right? And all of a sudden, your thoughts are going way left field. What you would say to yourself is, hey, I'm not supposed to be thinking about this right now. I'm going to think about this at 7 p.m. tonight for 10 minutes. And then after that, I'm done. And by then, I should have my solution to this problem, right? That's what you want to do. Set a time with a limit. Be intentional with your thinking. Um, another thing I think is going to be really, really good for wellness if you're, um, if you're practicing how to stop overthinking is try meditating, try praying, try reciting inf- like affirmations or, um, just like do breathing exercises every night, um, before I go to sleep, if I notice that I'm very, very stuck in my head and I'm like, what if, what if, what if, um, I will literally take 20 deep breaths and it is so relaxing. So you might want to try some calming and breathing exercises. Um, another thing, which this is something I'm looking forward to starting, um, is setting reminders, um, just to remind yourself to be present. I don't know if you guys have a smartwatch or an Apple watch, um, but mine reminds me to breathe. And I think I could also take that opportunity to be reminded to be present and be grateful for the moment that I'm experiencing, you know? Um, or even if I'm lost in a stream of thought, when that notification goes off, I'm going to be like, oh, no, I need to be present. I need to be here right now. This is worth being present for. So another thing is just to notice, try to be um, more observant and notice when you're rethinking something, replaying something, having the same thought over and over. Um, I literally had this moment a couple nights ago where I was replaying um, a conversation and I was like, why do I keep repeating this narrative? Like, I, I'm letting this go. I'm forgiving this person. I'm done with it. And then I literally stopped and I'm like, okay, what am I going to think about now? I'll think about the beach. Or like, literally, I just replaced it with a different thought and decided to stop engaging in that stream of thought. And I don't even know if you guys have ever been familiar with, I believe it was a TED Talk that basically talked about how our minds are lazy (laughs) and how um, to think differently creates new pathways in our brain and that takes work. Like having to notice um, when you're rethinking and change the stream of thoughts, that's going to take intentional work. So just wanted to put that out there. You know, it might be a little pull and tug going on, but at the end of the day, you're creating um, new habits, new pathways, new outcomes. All right. Um, and, you know, this is good for everybody. Um, the last one is to try therapy. You know, if you've done everything that you, you can 
and you're still struggling, try therapy. Therapy can be a really good and useful um, strategy to help you stop overthinking. And I don't know if you guys um, remembered that I would mention this, but just a little bonus. Um, You might be tempted to think that overthinking is good. Um, But do you guys remember when I told you that um, overthinking comes from fear and that it's a form of overcompensating for feeling out of control? So the doers might be tempted to think that overthinking is good because it gives them tools to do better in the future or it justifies their present decision. The planners might think that overthinking is good because it gives them evidence of their intuition. And at the end of the day, I think overthinking is a self-defense mechanism. It's like a way of attempting to control things that are out of our control. And I'm just going to end this by saying that I think one of the most empowering things you can do for yourself is to pinpoint where that fear is coming from. What's the source of it? What, what happened? What areas are you overthinking? All that stuff will shed light um, on areas that will allow you to be even more intentional as you overcome overthink. <laughs> so I hope all that stuff was useful to you guys. You can DM me and send me your feedback. Thank you guys so, so much for listening and sticking with me. Show your support and leave me a good review. And please don't forget to subscribe. Again, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and even Pinterest at Ashley F. Cabrera. This podcast is listener supported. You can find that information in the description below. And remember, you are fully known and deeply loved. I will see you in the next one.